it's thought two million adults in this country, about one percent of the population, meet the definition of having a severe gambling problem. Another four to six million adults are thought to have a mild or moderate gambling problem. March is Problem Gambling Awareness Month. So let's talk about it with Mike Chandra, who is Education and Outreach Coordinator for the Choices Treatment Center here in Lincoln. Mike, good morning. Good morning. Nice to have nice to be here. I appreciate you having me on. Let's slice and dice my introduction to you here. The difference between a person with mild gambling problem, moderate gambling problem, and severe gambling problem. Absolutely. Uh, the first thing I would like to say is just that uh, I'm definitely not against gambling, or neither is our clinic or anybody involved in this. Isn't involved? Isn't because it is a great form of entertainment when done responsibly. So. We like to break it down within the field, the uh, treatment field, kind of as in responsible versus problem versus disordered. So um, a responsible gambler looks like someone who is doing it legally, gambling legally for entertainment purposes only. They have limits on time, play, money spent, and aren't doing harm to themselves or others when it switches over to that problem gambling side is when it gets to the point where it's causing problems emotionally family problems legal problems financial problems there's time limits aren't being set money limit money being spent is going up significantly that's when we start going into problem territory and then once you get into disordered territory, that's when it becomes persistent, reoccurrent, maladaptive gambling behavior that disrupts personal, family, work, and other pursuits, essentially to the point where it's becoming obsessive, becoming a huge part of a person's life, and getting out of control. That's when it's truly the disordered uh, state. Mike, I want to thank you before I even ask the question. Mike has a story for everyone uh, good listeners, and he's agreed to share it. So as a gambling addict in recovery, what's your story? So for me, it was something that from, oh goodness, from the time I was eight, nine years old, it was something that was a part of our family that we were gamblers, that my family went to casinos, we had played card games, we bet on sports, we did a little bit of everything. And it was something I kind of grew up with, never really thought much of it, until I got to the age where I was started playing Keno illegally before I was even legal age. I was uh, playing card games in high school, uh, really doing a lot of things. It started getting to a point where it was concerning. Then once I hit 21, started going to casinos, that's when things really went downhill. Never was to a point where I wanted to get help for it. I honestly thought that I had other mental health issues that gambling addiction really wasn't a thing, I guess, at that point. So I treated it more as maybe I have some mental health issues. Maybe I have something else going on in my life. So for 20 years, I dealt with it on my own and did not handle it in a responsible manner. It just kept on spiraling worse and worse. There would be periods in my life where I would go maybe a few weeks, a few months without gambling or gambling a little bit, but then I would have one day where I'd go off the deep end again and start the whole pattern over and over again. So for me, I did that for over 20 years. Uh, fortunately, through choices where I work at now, 
uh, meeting Deb at the treatment center here, and she helped me out uh, thanks to the Gambler's Assistance Program that provides funding so that people can receive free treatment for their gambling addiction. It also helps families as well. I was able to get the treatment that I needed, and now I am uh, – about a year and a half into my recovery and enjoying every minute of it and now working to help others not get to the same point where I got. Congratulations. Thank you for sharing. Deb is Deb Hammond, Choice Treatment Center Director. Joining us is Mike Chandra. Mike is Education and Outreach Coordinator for the Choices Treatment Center here in Lincoln. March Madness going on right now, Mike, and your world is filling out a bracket considered gambling. And is this a, a tough time of year for you it's a tough time of year for me just because and it can be a trigger for a lot of disordered gamblers out there uh a little bit of a stat here 45 million people plan on wagering 3.1 billion dollars on the 2022 ncaa basketball tournaments according to research so that's a huge amount of money now while technically in the state of nebraska Putting money on a bracket is considered illegal at this point still because we don't have sports gambling in the state of Nebraska at this time. I mean, it is considered illegal. I know a lot of people do it. And once again, I'm not telling people to do it or not do it, but it can be a huge uh, trigger for someone who has a problem gambling. It can also start as something small where if people start chasing the money that they're losing can lead to more and more bets and it could be can lead to something more problematic. A year ago, had you and I been engaged in this conversation, sports gambling or sports betting wouldn't even have been in the conversation. Look how it's exploded in the last 12 months. Absolutely. It is all over the place, whether you're watching TV, listening to the radio, uh, pretty much anywhere you look, you can find it. And that's kind of the issue right now with gambling in general is that it's becoming so much more prevalent and prevalent in ways that we don't even necessarily think of. You know, we hear the advertisements for sports betting. We hear, uh, we see Kino and lottery and all, uh, advertising for all of that all the time. Uh, there's also got to consider even things like crypto trading, day trading, things like that, that are people look at as investments, but that people can use those as forms of gambling as well, too. So it's gambling is all around us. It's just a matter of understanding it and understanding how to do it responsibly. And if it gets to a part gets to a place where it's a problem, then getting the right treatment you need for that. As a gambling addict in recovery, what's your personal approach when counseling other problem gamblers? So first of all, the biggest thing for us, at least with choices, is that we like to treat holistically. Um, we also like to uh, get people and not just the gambler involved, but if possible, get family, friends, loved ones involved. Uh, and you want to make sure that you get to find out there's a root cause or not. So many times with problem gambling, it's a co it's a co-occurring disorder. There might be other mental health issues. There might be other addiction issues that are there. So you really want to treat it as a holistic, from a holistic approach. You want to find out what the, what is driving the behavior, what is causing them, whether they're an escape gambler, whether they're an action gambler, what they're looking to gain out of the gambling. Because a lot of the times money is just the tool for that. It comes down to more than that. It comes down to what is the emotional reason for the gambling. 
So we like to try to tackle that as early as possible. We like to uh, really create an environment of honesty, openness, and transparency because with any addiction, but especially with something like disordered gambling, which has been kept silent for a long time, being as trans transparent and open and honest is key to really driving the right behaviors. Uh, we also work on the financial side. Like I said, money is a tool more than the actual outcome because no matter how much somebody wins, they're still gonna pop. There's still a good chance that problem gambler is gonna keep on gambling. So we treat money, learn to treat money much differently. We have uh, money management that we do through choices. We work on budgeting. We also have the availability to use a payee if you get to a point where you don't feel comfortable handling your own money or feel like that if you're handling your money that you're gonna spend it on gambling, then we have a payee who can help take over those finances for a short or long term until you feel like you're more in control of your money. Mike Chandra joining me, Education Outreach Coordinator for the Choice Treatment Center, Choices Treatment Center here in Lincoln. March is Gambling Awareness Month, Problem Gambling Awareness Month. Take listeners into this campaign, the 2022 campaign of Awareness Plus Action. Well, the big thing to start out is just getting people aware of things like this, just being able to be out there and making people aware that problem gambling is an issue. And it, it's beyond just being an individual issue. It's a family issue. It's a public health issue. It's something that affects a lot of people. And you mentioned the stats earlier. 1% uh, of gambler's are disordered. 2 to 3% of gambler's are considered problematic. Those numbers are double for teens so there's a very good chance you know somebody already that's struggling with a gambling problem so for us that awareness part is making sure people are aware that it is an issue out there and with that awareness we um, the month is committed to one of the things that we've been doing is really focusing on screening so there's screenings available one that we use is a merely three questions that can give a pretty good idea as to what if a person is problematic with their gambling or not so for us that's a big key to what we're doing this month and the action piece is letting people know that there are treatment options out there for it so in the state of nebraska through the gambler's assistance program there is free treatment available for both individuals suffering from problem gambling and their family and loved ones. And that is a key piece that we like to promote during this month. Mike, maybe we've reached someone today. Maybe we have uh, given someone the incentive to be able to at least question their behavior when it comes to their gambling level. So how can someone get a hold of Choices Treatment Center? Okay, well, I can give you our information. I also want to give the information for if for anybody else outside of the Lincoln area. So our cho number here at Choices is 402-476-2300. We are, uh, have a 24-hour helpline, so you call us 24 hours a day, seven days a week. Somebody will answer the phone. But also it's the same no matter where you are throughout the state, the Nebraska Gambling Helpline is available. That number is one 833 238 6837. 
and no matter where you are in the state of Nebraska, they will put you in touch with a uh, certified gambling counselor who can help you figure out what that next step should be and either get you into education or get you into more thorough treatment from there. Uh, I just want to make sure that everybody understands that. Once again, it is free uh, treatment that is available through the Gambler's Assistance Program. And even if you have anybody streaming or listening from outside the area, there is a National Problem Gambling Helpline as well, too. That number is 1-800-522-4700. And that number as well can get you in touch with the local resources that are available to help you. To put a period on this, just as I said a year ago, we wouldn't be talking about sports gambling. A year from now, we'll be talking about casinos. At horse racing yes. tracks, those don't exist right now. But the the horses left the barn. Those uh, those casinos will start showing up here in the years to come in Nebraska. Absolutely. And while we don't have any stats specifically stating that casinos are going to lead to more problem gambling, I feel like that it, that assumption can be made. Now, what I will say is that we are already working with the casinos and working with them to put the right uh, safeguards in place so that if there are problem gamblers that are frequently frequenting the casinos, that they will know what to do. They'll direct them to the right resources and they'll be providing um, through the gamblers assistance program as well. They'll be providing funding as well for treatment. So uh, the great thing right now in Nebraska is that we're all working together to help provide resources to those who do need the help. March is Problem Gambling Awareness Month. Mike Chandra joining me from Choices Treatment Center. Mike is the Education and Outreach Coordinator. Thanks for your time, Mike. Thank you. I appreciate the time today and uh, appreciate what you do for us. Thank you. Thanks, everybody, for being here on Lincoln Live.